Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix. If you've just joined us, a very good afternoon to you and welcome to the programme. It's Joe Barkley here with you for the next hour and uh, I've got my very own little sugar baby here on the programme now. It's the lovely Emily Davison, our blind fashion blogger, fashionista from Fashionista. How are you doing this week, Emily? I'm good, I'm good. I went to a lovely bloggers event last night with Gosh. I had a lovely time. It was a beautiful hotel, so... Yeah, I'm doing well. I had a few Proseccos, you know, I had a good night. Uh, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. Very well. Um, yeah, I've had a busy, busy week uh, doing lots of uh, different, different things. But uh, I won't bore you with that just now. But yeah, I'm good, thanks. I can't quite believe it's Wednesday already and we're talking again. But uh, I'm delighted to have you on the programme because I am super envious that uh, <laughs> you got to meet uh, Pixie Wu. Now, tell us a bit about who Pixie Wu are. Well, I mean, I'm sure people will know who they are if they watch YouTube. But if they don't, um, to cut a long story short, Pixie Woo are YouTubers. They're two sisters who create uh, makeup videos. They're makeup artists. They work with lots of celebrities like the Saturdays um, and various other celebrities. Um, And they're best known for their creation of the Real Techniques line, which is basically a collection of makeup brushes that you can buy in places like Boots, Superdrug, um, and so on and so forth. And they've recently brought out a DVD and a book about makeup. So they're very famous. They've got around 3 million subscribers. And I was invited to a masterclass uh, at the Superdrug store in Croydon um, to see them in action as they were showing their new brushes that they've brought out, which I was very kindly given as well. And um, I got a chance to to meet them and uh, to you know hear firsthand some of their top makeup tips oh well listen we'll get some of them in a minute definitely because i'd be really interested to find out as i'm sure uh, many of our, our ladies would be that are listening today but uh, tell us a bit about these brushes because i believe that they're all the same shape just different sizes uh, but they're very easy to use yeah, well, essentially they're part of a new collection which are called, uh, I believe, the Multitech Collection or the Multitasking Collection. And um, there there are seven brushes and then there's also a sponge as well. Um, now, yeah, they're all the, pretty much the same size. They are kind of a dome shape but with this point on the top. So the idea of them is that the point you use to apply the product and then the actual kind of surrounding area around the sort of the point you use to blend it in. So you've got a really big brush, which is like for body contouring, then you've got a slightly smaller one, which you can use for like bronzer, uh, one which is smaller than that, which you can use for bl- bl- blusher and everything. And then you've got a selection of eye and concealer brushes, which are in a set. Now, they're all meant for different purposes, but you can use them for different things and you can use them for what you want. Real Techniques as a brand encourage you to find ways that you can use them yourself. Um, they're meant to be very versatile brushes. So, you know, if you find that you use it for something different, then, you know, that that's absolutely fine because that's what they encourage you to do. That's what they make them for for um and you know there are a selection of different brushes and then there's also the sponge which is the same kind of point but obviously it's a sponge which is for makeup application i myself have two of the big brushes and then i have the set of the eye makeup brushes i haven't quite used them yet because i've just got around to taking pictures for a blog post but from what i can see from when they were demonstrating them they look like they're going to be very very easy to work with and um you know to actually apply apply things like blusher and bronzer and um, to get a really nice sort of tapered eye makeup look especially with crease work they look like they're going to be really good brushes for that 
Oh, do you know, it makes such a difference. I mean, people might think, especially, you know, some of the boys listening today will probably think <laughs> that we're off our heads talking about different makeup brushes. But, you know, your makeup brushes really do make a difference to the application of your makeup. And really rubbishy makeup brushes can, you know, really spoil an effect or a look. If you get the right thing and you know what you're doing with it and you're comfortable using it, then it just looks great. You know, it, it's yeah. so easy to use. Definitely. I think if you have good brushes, it doesn't matter what makeup products you're using necessarily because you've got good things to, you know, to work them in. But, you know, there's a reason why people don't use those stupid little dofa applicators you get in the actual sets themselves when you buy a new palette or whatever, because they don't work. Like, they just do not work. I'm sorry, you just can't, you can't use them for anything. So, you know, getting, I don't think the brushes necessarily always work. There are some brands that they will make brushes that come with products and they will work very well, especially with the high-end brands. But as a rule, I think get some decent brushes because that's the thing that's going to really help you with your makeup application. Um, and certainly for me, I really like the look of the big brushes. I think the big brushes are really going to be good for lots of different things, especially things like um, your blusher, your bronze or your powder, because um, they can really fit into the contours of your face, which is what I like about them. Very much so. And I think it's important as well to have a really, really good uh, blusher brush because, you know, I think when you're, you are sort of sculpting and contouring your face, if you have something that's too big or too small, uh, you're just not going to get the right look. You want something that's going to kind of disperse it in a way that, that looks very natural on your face. So, no, I, I think the makeup brushes, you know, real techniques are fantastic. I really do. I believe you got one of your brushes inscribed as well, engraved. I did, yeah, because I had this engraving service there on the night for the, all the people who were there. Um, and I had one of my brushes um, engraved with Fashion Easter, so uh, I love that. Oh, by the way, there is a picture of that on my Instagram. If anyone wants to go and check that out, there is a picture of it on there. I was kind of very pleased with that afterwards. You know, always looking for a bit of self-promo, even if it's on my brushes. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and, I, you know, I, I hope you super have a service like that because... Um, I think that'd be really cool, actually, to have brushes engraved for people as gifts. So I hope they could start rolling that out to more stores because I think that'd be quite cool. Well, very much so, because I have so many kind of makeup-y loving friends that, that would really appreciate something like that. And to have your brushes engraved is, is just such a nice little touch, isn't it? Just it, it, There's certain things that just make you feel special. It's like getting a brand new product that you haven't used on your face before. I can barely sleep because I want to get up the next day and, and put it on and use it. So, you know, that probably sounds really sad. And maybe I need a boyfriend, Emily. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely definitely uh, worth doing if you know you can get it done but um, listen tell us a bit about their eyebrows because you know you they, they were teaching you some eyebrow techniques as well um, yeah well they uh, you know they, they have their beauty services there at Superdrug on the night so I had my eyebrows done um, and it's actually quite cool because obviously if you are in Superdrug I think lots of the stores do it now which they have their beauty services some of them also have nail services as well um, but I think that was a really cool thing because you know you can you know get your eyebrows uh, groomed whilst you're shopping for makeup which I thought was quite cool so I got to have a try of that and um, I thought that was quite a nice thing because you pay for it you know at the till and then you take your ticket over and then you get your eyebrows done so that was something I had done and then they were also teaching uh, kind of tricks for applying your, um, you know, your your eyebrows and kind of like applying your eyebrows applying your eyebrow makeup rather um, and you know they 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 will say that the best thing is to use a very thin pencil because it's all about having a natural brow and making them look realistic and not too boxy and too uh, you know too unrealistic. 
Well, yes, I mean, I know what you mean, but I do think the pencil, when you can't see, can give it a bit of an unrealistic look. I tend to prefer the, the little kind of mascara wand, um, you know, the, the kind of things that Benefit do and, and some of the other brands do. I, I just prefer that personally. But um, I suppose if you can see, I mean, my mother always put her eyebrows on with a pencil um, and wouldn't have, have varied from that. So, you know, it's each to their own, but uh, it's, it's just great to hear from experts like that. Oh, we've lost our Emily. We'll get her back in just a second. But uh, yes, it is always good to get uh, some... Uh, top, top expert advice, especially for from people like Pixie Wu that have worked with some really, really incredible people, isn't that right, Emily? Definitely, I think when you know when you're starting out with makeup and you're trying to get into it, and you you know you're looking for products, um, I think it's nice to get advice from people who've been in the industry for very long, and you know they all make makeup work no matter what kind of thing it is, you know, because I think there's always a kind of expectation that you have to get high end makeup to make it look really you know kind of flawless but you actually don't if you've got the technique right you don't have to spend a fortune so I think it's that was why it was so nice to see the um, you know the people from Pixie Woo there doing the makeup because they you know work with makeup on an everyday basis and they you know they've made a living out of it and um, they had some really great tips especially for eyeliner as well like oh my gosh like because of their input I can now do winged eyeliner guys like I can actually do I've started I've actually invested in a, a really good eyeliner pen and I've started to do winged eyeliner so you know, I really did get something out of it because I've been struggling with eyeliner for years. Well, yes, I know that, the, you know, that's always been a real bugbearer of yours because we've spoken about it so many times. But that's great. You know, it's when you find the right product for your eyes. And a lot of people say to me, you know, how do you do your eyeliner? I think, you know, if you really struggle, the best thing to do is, is you know, unless you find something like you have, Emily, but the best thing to do is get a pencil and, and smudge it. Just, just smudge it gently with the end of, you know, a pencil that has a little smudger on it or one of those little brushes kind of with the smudger on it because you know I always think that that it, it stops the kind of wobbly lines um, and you can uh, smudge it out the way to make it look kind of smoky so you know there's there's ways around everything isn't there definitely I mean my way of doing it is I essentially what I do is I get kind of my light up mirror so I've got a light source to look into so I'm keeping my eyes straight because I've got nystagmus so they, they wobble so I get the light up kind of element of it and I put it down below me and I look up but then I, my, I make my eyes look down um, and this makes the muscles in your eye go taut so that they're not moving uh, and then I'll do get my pen tip and I'll do a quick stroke of it on there and um, just kind of I tilt it so I'm making sure that I'm kind of really kind of like keeping it to the line um, and I use a pen that's got a kind of doesn't has a kind of a fine line that has you know it's like a brush but it's like a pen in the way that it feels and doesn't move around and that the product comes off easily but it's not like you know really messy so I found a few really a few really good ones that I like um in particular the soap and glory super cat one is the one that I've started to use um and I find it really easy to use actually for you know creating the eyeliner so I actually started to do it myself and I'm actually getting a lot better at it since the master class um and you know they were also talking about false eyelashes as well and you know using your fingers and um, different kinds of glue you can get because the one thing that's always put me off wearing false eyelashes is the smell of the glue I don't know about you Jill but I just do not like the smell of the glue you get with a strip eye with the strip eyelashes no, it's not a great smell, I have to say. And I, I think that um, if you are completely blind, I think you need a tiny, tiny bit of sight at least, 
at the very least to be able to put on strip eyelashes I mean I go for the individual lashes that I get put on once a month and I have to say I mean if you think the the strip lash glue smells bad this is just knockout <coughs> and uh, you know it's really really strong but uh, also the individual lashes do tend to you know the the glue tends to leave your eyes feeling quite stingy for a little while so you know if your eyes are very very sensitive it might not be the way forward you want to go but you know that's great that that you feel confident about putting on eyelashes now yeah definitely and I think that they were talking about the thing with the glue that sometimes makes people react to it is the latex so that you can get latex free glues that don't have latex in them um, so if that's something you feel you don't, you don't want to have latex in it, that might be the thing that's making your eyes watery. Um, and they also said you can put it on with your fingers if you kind of trim them down to size. I mean, I've been trying to do it. And um, to be honest, I think it's just because I, I never do them myself. And it's not something I'm trying to do every day. But maybe at some point I'll get better at it. Um, but then they're also giving really good tips for contour as well and the different contour things you can get and also bronzer. Um, and they were talking about putting on bronzer when you've got pale skin. Um, and if you find that you are getting like a really orangey tone look after putting on bronzer then use the one that's a darker shade because the darker shades actually have less orange tone in and then only put a small amount on and don't put it all over your face just put it on the high points of your face where the sun would hit so the top of your cheekbones top of your forehead and then the bridge of your nose because if you if you put it on everywhere, it will really look like you have got kind of an orangey tone, If you're, especially if you're working with an orangey tone bronzer. So I didn't actually know that. So I'm going to start having a look at the darker bronzers, actually. Well, yes, I did actually know that. And it's only because I do have quite pale skin naturally that, um, you know, I've always had to go for a slightly darker tone. Um, I mean, I have a, a blusher that I just will not stray from now and I've used it for years and years and years and it's just my color and it's it's the color I love and uh, you know it's pretty high end and it's expensive but I think if you find something and it is expensive then it's worth paying out the money for to to give you just that bit of, of self-assurance and confidence. It doesn't have to be expensive. It just so happens that this one is. Um, but you know if you find something that works for you then then you know stick with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's certain things that I won't stray away from. Like there's there's you know a contour palette that I won't I won't not use. It's 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 the one that I always go for, and it's the Charlotte Tilbury one, and it is expensive. It's like it's it's quite a bit of money, but I know that it's going to look good, and I know that I can blend it, and I know it's not going to make me look like I'm a chimney sweep. It's not going to make me look like I've got a dirty face, and it's what works for me. Um, and it's just the one that I so happen to find that went with my skin tone. And I think we've all got those products that we find something that we really love and we want to stay loyal to it. And, um, you know, even though I get sent loads of things to try, I get sent so much to try as a beauty blogger, there are certain things that I know that I will I will stay loyal to and I will never verge away from it because they're the things that I love and they're the things that I use. And I think that's okay. But I think um, it's kind of the, the fun thing about doing things like a masterclass or kind of going to sort of try it like, like more like affordable makeup is that you can try it and if it doesn't work, out for you it's not going to cost you a lot of money um so i think that's why it's fun sometimes to try and shop in a drugstore because i think sometimes you get some really kind of good bits um sometimes it can be hit and miss but i think there are certainly a lot of like really good things that will like you know work really well like for example lip liners you know i've got lots of high-end ones but actually my favorite brand of lip liners is the barry m ones that cost two pounds 99 so they are my favorite ones um and they're the cheapest ones i own and yeah i've got i've probably got the most out of all of them in my collection 
Well, listen, Emily, it's it's always fascinating talking to you. It really is. And uh, fascinating that you meant, uh, went along to meet the sisters, Pixie Woo. I, I just think that's brilliant. I really do. I wish I'd been there. But uh, obviously, you've blogged about it. It's up there now. It's a fantastic blog, as are all your blogs, Emily. And we appreciate you coming on the program and, and sharing them with us. If anybody wants to take a look at this blog, or indeed many, many more, then what's the best way to find you? It will be my web address, which is www.fashionista.com, which is spelt like F-A-S-H-I-O-N-E-Y-E-S-T-A.com. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. And you can also find my podcast channel, which is Fashionability. So there's lots of ways that you can find my work. Fantastic. Emily, you have a great week and thank you so much for joining us here in the Morning Mix. We will speak to you next Wednesday. Speak to you soon. That's the lovely Emily Davison there, our fashionista from Fashionista. And don't forget to log on to her blog. It's fashionista.com. Loads and loads of great information on there. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.